The Struggle Continues podcast series is an outlet for people to talk freely about racial injustice, inequality, and black pride. It is an outlet for black voices to be heard on a higher level platform, and The Struggle Continues supports people of all races, ethnicities, backgrounds, and religions. Our focus is to lift every voice and to share every story. The Struggle Continues podcast series is an outlet for people to talk freely about racial injustice, inequality, and black pride. It is an outlet for black voices to be heard on a higher level platform, and The Struggle Continues supports people of all races, ethnicities, backgrounds, and religions. Our focus is to lift every voice and to share every story. Hey guys, it is Kaya. I am your host of the Struggle Continues podcast series. Before I jump into this week's episode, I would like to tell everyone thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. I know we all thought that 2021 couldn't get any worse than 2020, but yet here we are six days in and the U.S. Capitol has been breached. I cannot make this up. This has probably been one of the craziest weeks that I've had in a while, and I thought 2021 would get a lot better, but it's very obvious that 2020 has just returned in a wig and told us its name was 2021. If you guys don't know why the U.S. Capitol was breached, Congress was in the middle of recounting electoral votes that still would have proven that Joe Biden is the correct presidential candidate. Um, He also won the 2020 presidential election obviously donald trump cannot get over that since he continues to ramble about it nearly two months after the election and after the announcement has been made that joe biden will be the president of 2021 obviously that was a lot for trump supporters to bear um so that's probably why they barged into the u.s capitol it also goes to show how little our homeland security is because that's domestic terrorism if you go into a united states federal building and you threaten everyone in there if you blow the fire extinguisher if you break windows if you set things on fire if you display any forms of hate in front of any federal building that is a crime also to the gentleman who went into nancy pelosi's office and stole her mail i hope you know that stealing mail is a federal offense um i'm hoping that the fbi which is literally right down the street from the u.s capitol in washington um i hope they're able to identify these thugs these criminals um just like they were able to identify all of the Black Lives Matter protesters who were protesting peacefully and protesting for something that actually mattered, not protesting and invading a Capitol building, a federal Capitol building, for miscounted votes, which still would have proven that Joe Biden is our president. But I'm not going to get into that because this is not what this episode is about. This week's episode is going to be about what it was like going to college in the middle of a global pandemic, what my school did to prevent the spread of the virus, as well as some of the events that we had on campus despite all of our major events like homecoming being canceled. 
So for those of you who are new here and might not know what school I go to, I go to North Carolina A&T State University. It is located in Greensboro, North Carolina, and it is one of, if not the largest, HBCU in the nation. I am a freshman, so that classifies me as a class of 2024, and I am a criminal justice major. Earlier this week, I asked you guys to ask me questions about college um, so that way I can clear up some of the questions you guys might have. If you're a first generation college student or if you might not have an older brother or sister like I did and you're just kind of getting thrown to the wolves by going to college, this is going to be the perfect episode for you especially my class of 2021 friends um i highly suggest that you guys stay tuned i'll be answering all of you guys's questions but first i would like to talk about why i chose ncat as my home for the next four years just as a forewarning i will be using quite a few abbreviations like ncat um that just means north carolina a t state university um instead of students i might say aggies but then again i'll probably just end up saying students um alumni if you guys don't know what an alumni is or an alumnus um those are former students of north carolina a t um who have graduated what else will i use there will be some other words that come up that I'm sure I'll use. Um, so I'm just going to ask that you guys bear with me. I'm going to try and fly through this as fast as I can, but also say it in a less confusing way. I come from a long line of Aggies. I, Dating back to my great-grandfather and great-grandmother, I will be a fourth-generation student at North Carolina A&T State. Um, my great-grandfather, Alden Levon Cofield, he played football there, and he's also in the A&T Hall of Fame for football. My great-grandmother went there. Her name is, well, I call her Mama, but her name is Pearlie Cofield. Um, let's see. I have an aunt named Dolores who went there. My grandfather, Reggie Mooney, he went there. My father, Rashawn Starks, went there, and here I am being a fourth generation alumni, Kaya Starks, I go there. I am a criminal justice major, and I have to say that A&T was probably the best decision that I think I made for myself. So I had a couple people ask me why I decided to attend A&T as opposed to some of the other schools that I applied to. Honestly, I chose A&T because of the money. I knew that Wherever I decided to go to school, I would have money, but I knew I would get a lot of financial support if I attended A&T because of the long list of family members that went there. Um, also, I knew a lot of connections at A&T. Um, my mom knew a lot of connections. My dad knew a lot of connections. So I had a lot of my parents, friends, and close family friends that helped me with all of my dorm uh, dorm needs, money needs, food needs. So that was really the big reason why I chose A&T. The second reason being because I had grown up with A&T. It was a familiar name in our household. Um, you know, I remember going to my great grandfather's house. Uh, I'm going to call him granddaddy, but it is Mr. Cofield, the one who is in the Hall of Fame. I remember going to granddaddy's house. He would have A&T gear everywhere. I'm talking like rags, t-shirts, towels, believe it or not, underwear, pillowcases, everything was, if it wasn't A&T, it wasn't in the house. 
Another thing is, if it wasn't anything related to the cues, it wasn't in the house. His entire, I want to say, man cave was painted purple and gold. So, you know, seeing cues come in and out of the house during the holidays wasn't something that was unfamiliar to me. Um, and seeing, you know, my family members, a lot of my family members are Deltas. Um, I have a few AKAs, but seeing, you know, the crimson and cream in the house during the holidays wasn't something that was unusual either. So like I had said earlier, I had been to A&T quite a few times growing up. I had gone for homecoming, I had gone just to see games. I had even gone there for two college tours. I had gone my freshman year with my Aunt LaDonna and then I went again my senior year by myself just to go see what the campus was like and get a feel of what it felt like to be a student on campus. I asked you guys to ask me questions and one of the questions I got was how many colleges did you apply to? I believe I applied to about nine colleges. Only two or three of them were out of state. I know that one school is in Hawaii and another school might have been in California. But I was accepted into eight out of the nine schools that I applied to no hate to uncw but honestly i'm glad that you guys didn't pick me because i would hate to go to a school that has a history of lynchings but i had applied to a lot of schools i had gotten into unc charlotte which would have been my second option believe it or not had i not gotten into a and i probably would have ended up staying in charlotte and studying criminal justice there I got another question asking what inspired you to pick the major you chose so like i had said a little bit earlier i am a criminal justice major um after school i want to work in prison reform for me i feel like people deserve a second chance i'm not saying i want to necessarily be a criminal defense attorney um or a civil rights lawyer but i want to work with people like brian stevenson or grassroots law who help bring innocence to light for people who haven't been fortunate enough and have had the system basically against them um, i am a big believer in second chances i believe that if you haven't harmed anyone or if you are innocent for the crime that you were found guilty of you deserve a second chance there should also be programs that implement rehabilitation back into society um, making sure that former felons and the formerly incarcerated can get loans, can find affordable housing for themselves, can take care of their children because it's literally tearing families apart. So that is my major. I'm a criminal justice major. I got a question about A&T's Honors College. I unfortunately was not a part of the Honors College, but I did have a couple of friends who were in the Honors College. Um, you get a lot of benefits. It is a huge blessing to be a part of any school's honors college program. I knew that the kids that I went to school with who were in the honors college program, they stayed in Pride, which was one of the newest dorms that we had on campus. Um, they had like their own rooms. They all had their own bathrooms. And it, instead of being in, you know, a suite style dorm like I was in, it was basically just two people to a room and they both got their own bathrooms, both got their own toilets and sinks. It's just a lot. Um, I know that you have to maintain a certain GPA. I'm not sure if you have to be a certain major or not, but your GPA definitely has to stay above average if you want to stay in the honors college program. 
How is financial aid at A&T? For me personally, a lot of my financial aid was taken care of through FAFSA. Um, and then I also was able to take out a loan and I was also awarded grants and a scholarship. Um, my mom took out a loan for me my first year and then I will start taking out my own loans my sophomore year. After that, you know, I'll just start paying my loans off after I graduate. Um, I believe that the grants I got were somewhere towards five to six thousand dollars. I know that financial aid covered about eleven thousand dollars. So after financial aid and grants, I believe I owed a little more than two thousand dollars. Um, but I had received an eight hundred dollar family scholarship, like I said, because of the alumni that are in my family. They were able to come together and give me a civil scholarship. And my mom took out a, you know, a $6,000 loan. So ultimately at the end of my first semester, my freshman year, I didn't owe any money. In fact, I got money back. Um, my second semester, which is coming up on the 25th of January, I'll actually be getting a refund for my room and board because I've decided to complete online courses from home rather than going back on campus. And I'll let you guys know why in just a moment. So the first mistake that I made coming to an HBCU was straightening my hair and not having a tan. I cannot stress this enough. It was so awkward stepping onto campus and having everybody stare at you like you don't belong. So I had moved in probably a week after everyone else had moved in. And it was literally just me moving in. My mom and my grandmother were probably still at home, but I had to be up there extra early to give the school my COVID results because I had COVID back in August. Um, but I had moved in a week later because of that. I had to make sure that I retested negative before I could move into my dorm. And I basically moved in all by myself. So if you guys have ever been to A&T, I stay in Barbie Hall. You probably know where I'm talking about. Barbie is like a prison yard. It's one of the oldest dorms at A&T. It's six floors. Um, and when you walk in, there's a big atrium with, you know, picnic tables. It's, it's decent. It's not as nice. I would say it's not as nice as Haley. And Haley was the quarantine dorm. But I stayed in Barbie. I moved all my stuff up by myself. And when I moved into my dorm it was just me my roommate destiny actually ended up leaving for that weekend and she didn't know that she was getting a roommate so when she came home to her dorm there was another person in the room but i had met jordan and yaz they helped me move in yaz was like a mom she was making sure everything was set up the way i wanted it to she was trying to help me clean up um, so I really did appreciate Yasmin's help whenever I moved in. It didn't take very long for me to make friends. Of course, it being the first week at school um, and school hasn't really started yet. It was awkward trying to get to know everybody, but I made friends. So like I had said earlier, my hair was straight and I don't have a tan. Everyone is looking at me like I'm some white girl. And I kid you not, I am downstairs with my friend Vance. It's probably day three since I've moved on campus. And some kid 
he's drunk, obviously, comes up to me, grabs my shoulders, looks me dead in my eye with Vance standing next to me and says, yo, even though we're not the same skin color, you're still family and walks off with his friends. His friends grab him and they're like, bro, like we got to go. I kid you not. I look over at Vance and I'm like, does he think I'm white? And Vance just bust out laughing. I'm not even lying to you guys right now. I went upstairs that same night and washed my hair. I was like, y'all are not going to call me white anymore. Like, I need I need to show some sort of melanin, some sort of color in me. Like, And it doesn't help that I talk really proper either. So even when my hair was curly, people were thrown off by it. And I was still asked, are you white? So I eventually just started going with the flow and just saying, I am whatever the hell you think I am. So every dorm is different or some dorms are similar in different ways. Um, I So I stayed in Barbie Hall. Like I said, it was a suite style dorm. So it was basically four rooms and in each room there were two people, you and your roommate. And there was one big common area and there was also one bathroom. In our bathroom we had two showers, two toilets. Only one of our showers worked though. So we were all constantly having to share the shower. But at the beginning of the semester, it was only the four of us. It was myself, Destiny, Yasmin, and Jordan who stayed across the hall from us. So we were the 611 group. That was our little friendship group. And I also made friends with the girls next door in 610. So in 610, we had Jordan, Yana, Natasha, and Imani. Those were the people I spent a lot of time with. Their friend was another girl named Jordan, Jordan F. And then we also had Vance who stayed on the second floor. This will be a little bit easier once they all kind of introduce themselves and the stories start to line up. Now, Destiny and I, if you guys have ever seen us together now, you would have never guessed that we had no clue who we were a few months prior to our friendship. When Destiny came back to school from visiting home, we didn't talk the first week or week and a half. We were both random roommates. We didn't know who each other were. Destiny was always on FaceTime with either friends or family. And I was always, I was just reading my book or going to sleep. That's all I really did. I'm not sure what sparked our friendship, but one day I was like, fuck it. And I introduced myself, we talked a little bit, and we became really close after that. Someone earlier had asked me, this is so random, but are the dorms loud, especially when you're trying to sleep? For me personally, our dorms were loud, but only because we were always doing something. And that was what was really fun and what ultimately made my experience a 10 out of 10 at A&T. Um, so since there weren't any events going on on campus, we had to kind of make our own fun. So between the girls in 611, which were the girls that I stayed with, and the girls next door in 610, we would always have some sort of event that we had planned with each other. I know that one night we had a hot cocoa and movie night. Another night we had Wii night and we played Just Dance and Mario Kart. We've had a lot of just really fun experiences and I feel like we tried to make the most out of a pandemic but like I had said the rooms were only loud if everyone was loud I know that if Jordan and Yasmin next door 
or across the hall were having a conversation i couldn't hear them unless we both had our doors open most of the times it was quiet but it got loud really late at night because that's when everybody would finish up with their homework and we were all just bored and we would say fuck it let's all just meet in 611 and hang out with kaya and destiny and yaz and jordan as far as classes went i think i only had attendance that was mandatory for one or two classes um i didn't have any problems with my professors except for one um because she had messed up my grades and other than that you know all my professors were really sweet especially during the pandemic i feel like the teachers were being lenient because they understood what we were going through just like they were going through things as well you know everybody's been impacted in some sort of way due to this virus whether it be you know directly um or if it's you know a family friend who has passed away or got the virus um everybody has been affected by it it's tough on everybody we're all trying to just get through it and I feel like our teachers really understood where we were coming from if we asked for an extension or we were just saying, hey, this is a really rough week. Can I please just, you know, get an extra day or two on this assignment? So I had my professors who were really sweet. Um, I know that a couple other people had professors who weren't as sweet, but I got really lucky for being a criminal justice major. All my classes were online. They were really easy um, and my professors were good at communicating. So for me, my classes weren't bad, but I was constantly in my room because there weren't any events on campus. So a couple things that happened on campus that were really fun and interesting were the voting days. Um, I know that a lot of students registered to register other voters. So um, if you lived on campus for more than 30 days, and by this time, it's November, you have definitely lived on campus for more than 30 days. You can re-register in the state in which you reside. So I had known people from New York and New Jersey and Philadelphia and California who needed to be re-registered. And a lot of the jobs of some of the students who volunteered was to re-register these people. I think in total, Greensboro registered maybe maybe 10 to 15,000 people. Um, there were a lot of events that went on that promoted registration. Um, and we even had a day that was dedicated strictly for registration. A lot of our teachers pushed and pushed for us to re-register. In fact, I remember, I think four out of the five classes I went to, um, my professors offered extra credit if you could prove that you voted and you can prove that you registered to vote. Um, we had Chris Paul come to my school, which was really interesting. We had Tusi come to our school a couple times. Um, by the time I had seen him, like I was kind of over it because I had seen him so many times on campus. The baby came one time but i'm not sure if he came directly on our campus i think it was somewhere in greensboro um but he was getting people to vote so that was pretty cool yeah we had some celebrities come and endorse oh we had common he came to our school to talk about voting too so that was really interesting the food i would describe as most of the time it was good i'm not gonna lie to you if there were days that i was like man i want a home-cooked meal, I'm tired of eating McAllister's, 
I would go to the calf, um, which is Williams Dining Hall, and I would get, you know, whatever they had that day. The lunch ladies were super nice. They always made sure to give you extra food. Um, a lot of times they would, you know, I had a lunch lady who would like slip me extra, you know, candy or chocolate cake whenever they had made it. She would slip me some to go. Um, and then we also had the mini calf, which was across campus. I would, I would describe the other side of campus as bougie. Like no offense to anybody who stayed in villages or stayed in pride, but that other side of the campus was different. Um, I don't think I dressed up more in my first semester at A&T than I did the past four years of high school. Like anytime I stepped out of the room, it was you have to have a fit on. You have to, you know, look good. You can't go out. I, I didn't, honestly, I did not start laying my edges until I went to A&T really like beforehand i would just throw my hair up in a ponytail call it a day now it's like you want to wear a messy bun you better make sure them edges are slicked down you want to you know even if i was going to the student center to go study it was you gotta have a fit on and that was something i loved but hated i loved it because it helped build my self-confidence it helped me build my appearance in front of other people but i hated it because i had to put on pants and if you guys know me, I hate pants. Like, any forms of pants, I don't do it. I don't like jeans. I like sweatpants. I don't like leggings. I like shorts, but only if they're the flowy kind or basketball shorts. I don't like jean shorts. So, it was always a fit. Always had to have some shoes on. Which ultimately helped me because, you know, it, 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 it feels good to look good. I mean... Yeah, it feels good when you look good. So I would look in the mirror. I'd be like, okay, got a little fit on. I look good. I look good, whatever. I'm literally just going to the library. Like, nobody's going to talk to me. I'm literally going to do work. I just got, like, the freshest fit on. That was one thing that I really enjoyed about A&T was just everybody had their own fits. Um, another thing that was so crazy to me was the diversity among students at A&T you know I had came from in middle school I had gone to a predominantly white middle school in high school I went to a diverse high school but there were still a lot of you know white students Hispanic students but it was completely different for me seeing the diversity among black students you know you have students who back home you probably would have considered you know goth or emo but it's like you know we this is black excellence like i was completely inspired by every student that i had met in every way that they expressed themselves i had seen you know students who skateboarded and i was like well i thought that was a white people thing no i had seen you know athletes i had seen cheerleaders i had seen dancers i had seen so many different people from so many different backgrounds all expressing themselves as themselves and that was something that really shocked me was the fact that everybody could fit in without fitting in everybody knew who everybody was it didn't matter what group of friends you came from it didn't matter you know if you didn't talk to anybody at all you were gonna make friends now I've had a couple people ask me about what we did for Jiho rather than 
our traditional Jiho. If you don't know what Jiho is, it's an acronym that stands for Greatest Homecoming on Earth. That would be the illustrious North Carolina A&T State University's homecoming. Probably the biggest homecoming event that happens throughout any other HBCU. Um, when my dad went to school, Tupac performed. R. Kelly, believe it or not, R. Kelly was on stage, but this was before he became known. And people threw bottles at R. Kelly. I want to say it was like 93, 94 that Tupac performed. Um, so we didn't have our Jiho this year, but I know that a couple years ago they had Gucci perform. Who else might have performed? I'm pretty sure the baby would have performed had we had Jiho this year. Same with Stunna. Um, just because those are, you know, they put the city on. They put the entire state on, really. But do not get me wrong. People still had parties. Of course, you had to be very secretive about your parties. So our rule on campus was that if you were caught promoting a party, going to a party, or thought about planning a party, and the board of directors found out, you would be in big trouble. You would probably be on some type of probation. They would probably mark it on your record that you tried to throw a party in the middle of a pandemic. That did not stop people from going to parties. Not gonna lie to you, I went to one party in college and it was fun. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it was fun. It was probably my first party party that I had ever actually been to. Um, would I do it again? Probably not because not even a week later, I want to say all of my sweet mates got COVID. No lie. I had already had COVID back in August. So I am assuming my body developed the antibodies against the virus. But all of my sweet mates had gotten the virus. Um, that was also the weekend of Halloween. And I had gone home that weekend because I wasn't going to go to a Halloween party. It was also my cousin's birthday so i was like i'm just gonna spend time with family you know be in a safer environment i get a text message i think halloween was that friday maybe i get a text text message that monday everybody's like i tested positive i'm like what in the world luckily my roommate did not test positive so i texted her right quick and i was like yo des i'm gonna need you to clean up the entire room you're probably wondering why I decided to stay home my second semester. And the reason for that being is just because of the rise in COVID cases. Since I've been home, North Carolina itself has increased a lot of its COVID cases just from Thanksgiving and then from Christmas. And I'm sure we're gonna have another big, you know, a big spike after New Year's. I just felt that for the time being it would be easier if I just go ahead and stay home for the spring semester continue working and then head back in the fall um, at least I knew that you know when I go back in the fall things should be a little bit easier because the vaccine would be out it would be available to nearly everyone they are projecting that the Pfizer vaccine should be available to everyone by June of 21 so I'm hoping that people get the vaccine because of that, I was in my room most of the time. I didn't really leave unless it was to go and get food. Since there weren't any events on campus, it just felt kind of depressing being in your room a lot. Like, yeah, of course, I had my friends um, and I could see my family when I wanted to. But it didn't make it any easier going to 
college and just staying in my room when I could have stayed home in Charlotte, continued working, and been in school. Now I'm going to answer a lot of you guys' questions that you had asked me last week just to see, you know, where you guys' heads are at and hopefully I'll be able to give you guys some advice. So, my first question is how should seniors prepare for college? I would highly suggest if you are a class of 21 student or if you are planning on going to college um, and you're a class of 22 student, I highly suggest that you stay on top of your GPA. For seniors, it might be too late if your GPA is already low to bring it back up. You need to make sure that you stay on top of it, maintain at least a 3.0. That's my biggest suggestion. I think that the acceptance rate for A&T is a 2.5, um, but if you really want to you know, make sure that you get into all the schools that you want to get into. Make sure that you have a really good GPA. Also, make sure that you get, you know, your letters of recommendation um, sent out if you haven't already. I would also suggest coming up with a game plan and having, you know, a plan B in case in case plan A doesn't work. For me, I, you know, wrote down all of the dates that were important for scholarships and deadlines that were coming up. Oh, I also highly suggest that if you have not already applied for scholarships, please apply to as many scholarships as you can. I know they all seem really lengthy and they all seem really boring, but that's free money for you. And it ultimately will help you in the end when it comes down to you paying these student loans. Maddie asked, is A&T a good place for me if I want to major in something medical? A&T offers a lot of medical science programs. I'm not sure how many, but I had known a couple of girls who were in the, you know, biomed um, or vet practices for A&T. I would say that for nursing, you have to be accepted into the nursing program. Maddie also asked, is it mandatory to live on campus your freshman year at A&T? This is actually a really funny story because I have a friend who his his class basically ruined it for any other seniors. So I have a friend. He's a senior. His name is Cedric. We used to run track together and he told me that his freshman year of college, the freshmen didn't have to stay on campus especially student athletes a lot of the student athletes didn't have to stay on campus but it was because of his class that they made it mandatory for all of the freshmen to stay on campus and that was because the freshmen from the class of 20 i want to say this is 2016 yeah freshmen of the class of 2016 through too many parties off of campus they made it mandatory that all freshmen do stay on campus so Yes, it's mandatory, but if you stay in an apartment or if you stay in another living area um, off a of campus that's not sponsored by the school, you can definitely stay there. Um, I have a friend named Angel who has an apartment in the middle of downtown Greensboro, and she just pays her rent. She just pays her rent every month um, like any normal student would, but the the housing, the apartment that she stayed in had a lot of different schools there. So she stayed in the district, which had A&T, Greensboro, um, Bennett College. I'm not sure if Bennett College is still open. Um, but And Guilford Tech, they were all in the same apartment, basically. So I guess as long as the 
apartment that you are trying to stay at isn't sponsored by the school, I believe you don't have to stay on campus. Maya Elizabeth asked me, rate the culture shock 1 to 10. I would say it was about a 7, a 7 or 8, only because when I had gotten off of the highway, if you guys have ever been to a and and you've like gotten off of that highway that literally could like kill you if you're going too fast off of it, right when I got off the highway, a and was right there. So it was, it was insane because I was like, I'm literally in college. Um, and it was also crazy because I was like, all I see is black people. Like there would be a couple times I'd see a white person on campus and I'd be like, oh shit, like white people do go to this school. And you know, it would be, it would be something to laugh about. Cause I'd be like, oh yeah, like how could I be so dumb that I forget white people exist? But it wasn't something that I was gonna look down at a white person and be like oh you don't belong here i believe that if you are here for a higher education this is your purpose this is what you basically plan for this is your future you go wherever the hell you want to go i'm not going to look at a white person or a hispanic person or an indian person or an asian person who comes onto campus and be like you don't belong here this is a, a black school because had the roles been reversed and they have been reversed and black students were denied going to PWIs, I would have felt some type of way about that too. So I try not to be on the wrong side of history. Um, I'm definitely very accepting of other people who come to our school, but it was a really big culture shock for me. I had a question that was asked, can you take your car to A&T the first year if you're staying in a dorm? You actually can't. You cannot take one your first semester, but your second semester, if you maintain a really good GPA, you can bring your car. Also, another thing is that A&T has police who, like parking security, who literally go around to each car and they will write you a ticket. Excuse me. They will literally write you a ticket, but on the weekends, they don't patrol the parking lots so you could bring your car on the weekends if you wanted to but you got to make sure it's gone by like seven o'clock on sunday because when monday rolls around at 5 a.m you could expect a ticket or a boot on your car maya also asked me if you could go back in time would you still choose to attend a t if not where else if i could go back in time i'm pretty sure i would still choose a t because i made a lot of friends i had a, a lot of really good experiences but if I had a second decision and had to pick somewhere else, it would be UNC Charlotte because it's close to home and because the campus is newer. Um, and I probably would have ended up majoring in early education rather than criminal justice if I went to UNC Charlotte. What aspects made you feel like you did or did not fit in? I think the lack of melanin in my skin really made it difficult to make friends i would get stares sometimes from the other girls like why are you here i would get you know gross looks from other people um so that didn't really help it didn't make me feel good either um like i had mentioned at the beginning of the episode when the kid came up to me and said even though we're not the same color you're still family like that was something that made it really uneasy and awkward and hard for me to settle in um, what made me feel like I fit in was the friends that I made. A lot of my friends were interested in the same music as I was. They were interested in some of the same hobbies and activities I was interested in. Um, and 
we just bonded that's really how we bonded we bonded through music we bonded through our stories and shared experiences so i would say that my friends made me feel like i fit in imani wants me to tell you guys about the access codes so the access codes at ant it's basically like you know the password to a test um but these would be the passwords to your textbooks you could probably pay upwards near like a hundred dollars for an access code for your textbook and you'll probably never use your textbook honest to god i remember it was required that we had to get an aggie writer which was basically like a little english reference textbook i did not buy my aggie writer i didn't use it not a single time but i had friends who had paid you know a hundred dollars to rent the books um and they ended up wasting their money too but those access codes you want to make sure that if you can get a cheap access code that you get it those are all of the questions that i have for you guys today i really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode i know it's extremely long i tried to talk as fast as i could and i also tried to make sure that i included everything that you guys asked me if you guys have any other questions feel free to ask me on my instagram or on my twitter um i'm really excited for what this new year has to become has to come not to become i'm excited for what this year has to come and i'm really excited i hope that i can expand my platform to youtube for you guys i'm hoping that i can give you guys actual videos rather than just voice recordings from my podcast that way you guys can actually see what i look like and see the people that i'm talking to when i do my interviews i hope everyone has a safe rest of their day whether it be you know day or night whenever you're listening to this episode i hope everyone has a happy new year please remember to wear your mask sanitize sanitize your hands and keep at least six feet of distance between you and another person hopefully with all of the mask wearing sanitizing of our hands and the social distancing we can get back to our normal lives Um, Thank you guys again for listening to this week's episode. I appreciate it and I will see you guys next time.